Hello and welcome to Sam's World. I thought I would do a wee quick um, podcast. Um, basically, um, it is Thursday the 14th of January and it's back at 10 at night. And um, it's been one of those days, one of those busy days. And one of the things that... Um, happened it's been happening over the last couple of days well it's been happening actually for a while is within the hospitality sector is um hotels restaurants bars businesses within the the sector taking advantage of covid sacking and then rehiring and when they rehire um a lot of the staff are contracts are completely different different terms and conditions less pages, less hours and so forth and about this, I kind of got started getting involved in this and taking an interest in this way back in June um, because my brother was directly involved um, in this and he worked for Glasgow Central Hotel worked there for many years and absolutely loved his job there was, the staff were absolutely amazing and when my mum passed away a few years ago, the staff in the hotel were just, oh, they were just a wonderful. And they were there to support the family and support my brother. And um, absolutely, they were like family. They are just amazing. So anyway, with COVID and everything, they went into furlough, which was fine. Um, everything seemed all hunky-dory. And then they got notified they were getting paid off no consultation process no nothing it was just your jobs are gone even though it was june and you know furlough was due to last until august um so at that point so i managed to talk my brother into um joining um unite hospitality union um in the past when i have worked for big companies and things i've always been a member of the union and been involved somewhere along the line. Um, one thing I hate is um, scrupulous employers taking advantage of workers and um, I, it's just something I just don't agree with. So anyway my brother um, got involved with the union and hence the union done exactly what a union is good at. Um, basically um, instead of being paid off then um, the consultation process went through and um, everything was done properly um, the referral money was not allowed to be used as a way of paying the the staff off as which was um, they were trying to supposedly trying to achieve and um, it's all done properly and um, and in at the end of October um, he found himself unemployed however things have worked out well because he's now got a new job and um, it seems quite okay and happy in that but still not Glasgow Central Hotel it's still not the family that he had grown um, to love and care for um, but unfortunately what happened was when the last staff member received the phone call that, that was them definitely paid off and they'd all received the redundancy in packages and payments um, within about an hour the hotel put a post up on Facebook 
saying they were reopening because originally what they said was the hotel couldn't open and wouldn't be able to open until 2021, Easter, round about spring, Easter of 2021 and that was the reason for paying off the staff June, July. But however, fast forward to October, staff are all gone within an hour of the last staff member officially gone. They, there's a post on Facebook, reopening, welcome all the staff, welcome the customers back. Now you can imagine what the staff felt like reading that post. Um, they were gutted, absolutely gutted. The ones that weren't a member of the union received an email asking if they wanted to come back and work for the hotel with a different contract of course. Those who had been just as equally loyal employees for many 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 years but had made the decision to join a union to protect their rights as workers um, were not welcome back. They weren't allowed, they were told not to reapply and that seems to be the kind of this opened up my eyes, going through this with my brother, opened up my eyes to what was actually happening within the hospitality sector and other sectors right across the board, where there was companies out there who are receiving taxpayer funds, grants even, um, furlough, which is, comes from our pockets at the end of the day, we're out working, we're paying the tax, um, and they are taking this money and still, pardon my language, but screwing over their staff because all they're interested in is short-term profits. They're not interested in long-term and protecting those people's livelihoods because what happens once COVID has got as we've got it under control. It's never going to be gone, but once it happens when it's under control, then what happens is these businesses are going to have to open back up and they are going to need their staff. Now, are they so short-sighted that they believe in the short term, pay off the staff, um, take advantage of these grants, the furlough schemes and what have you, and then when they reopen, they need to reinvest again. Because what they need to do is, re if they're going to bring in staff, the chances are it's going to be new staff. Okay, it might be people from the same industry. Um, but however, they're going to need training to that company standard. Training costs money. Okay, it might not cost money as in, you know, you go as a staff member and pay X amount of money for a training course or whatever, but it costs the company money because they need to pay the the staff, the management, the whoever's doing the training, the money, the man hours to train the staff. If these people have got to travel around the country, their expenses and everything else. So that eats into profits. So to me, it's, it's a very short term fix. Um, not very good business management. It's about the, you know, the here and now rather than what happens in the future. 
which is a strange way because normally businesses work towards the future, you know, long-term goals. But somewhere over the years, um, when you start looking at businesses and things and how they work, you don't even need to have a degree or even know a lot about how businesses work, but just looking at them, it's very short-sighted. And it's all about maximising profit within a short space of time. And to a certain degree, um, asset stripping, and that includes staff. Um, so very, it's greed has taken over. Um, so anyway, there's no ethics. So the last couple of days, um, someone else that I know and close to um, works in the hospitality industry, been in furlough, and was received a letter um, from a local hotel pub in Balloch, um at Loch Lomond. Now, it's been all over the papers lately, the local papers, that um, this place, Lomond Park Hotel or The Lounge, or, you know, it's got various names, um, has applied for planning permission to build flats because the owners believe that they would make more money from flats than they would have in a hospitality venue, whether it's um, a hotel, bar, lounge area, eatery. Which at the moment, yeah, fair dues. Within COVID, you can see that. Um, so, however, this is been in the local papers and things. So the staff have been pretty much aware that somewhere in the background that this is going on. However, they've been on furlough and they were led to believe their jobs were safe until at least March, um, with, especially because of furlough and because at the end of the day, no construction can actually take place, nothing can happen. So the the place is running, is opened for takeaways. They're doing a delivery service and things. So they believed, yeah, we're fine. Okay, we don't need to worry about it too much at the moment. Gives us a couple of months leeway to start worrying about finding another job or deciding what we need to do. Friday evening, back at five, the staff had receiving phone calls, one by one telling them their contracts were terminated with immediate effect. Now, can you imagine getting that phone call? No hint, no nothing, nothing. And beforehand to suggest that anything was going to happen. Um, no meetings, no nothing, just that's it. Um, the staff that I have spoken to have claimed that they were not given their full wages. They weren't given what was due to them. So there seems to be a kind of shortfall in what was due to them. So the fact this happened at back of five on a Friday evening um, makes me think they know exactly what they're doing. They've done that deliberate. That timing has been chosen for a reason. Um, they claim they can't afford furlough and they can't afford to keep the staff on furlough and keep them on. 
Um, now they're within the hospitality sector, so it means they're entitled to grants from the Scottish Government as well as from the UK Government, as well as the furlough. So anyway, so the staff that contacted me, first thing I advise, Unite Hospitality. Contact the union right away. The problem is it's the weekend. Nobody really works at the weekend. And that's the point. They knew that, that these people, the staff, would not be able to access legal advice over the weekend. So by the Monday morning, obviously, Unite Hospitality is aware of it and they get involved. Now, some of these staff members have worked here for a few years. Technically, they're entitled to a redundancy package. They are entitled to a consultation. Nothing. Just, that's you. Oh, but however, if we decide to reopen at a later date, we will, you can reapply for your job, you're welcome to. Sounds a bit familiar, doesn't it? Um, so they've been taking tips, I think, from the big boys who haven't actually got away with it. They were named and shamed um, by the public and the unions and the politicians. So does this group business believe that because they are a small business um, who only own a few properties, they can somehow hide and get away with this? and that the staff um, are not going to contact anybody for legal advice. So, basically, obviously, Unite have done their thing, contacted the, the, the business, blah, blah, blah. They received a letter today. One of the staff members contacted me, now a few of them have contacted me, to say they've received this letter, stating that their contract has been terminated on the Saturday, not the Friday, wouldn't they get the phone call? But this Saturday. So there's inconsistencies there. And obviously the legal team within Unite Hospitality will deal with all that. But, however, this seems to be some of these businesses, it doesn't matter if they're small or large, seem to be seeing COVID as a way of screwing over their staff. Now, the other thing is, Tonight, a Facebook post went out on Unite Hospitality with the manager of the hotel, the group, the, the hotel, claiming that nobody understands furlough and how it works and how the, the, the business was struggling. And basically, playing the victim. Now, imagine that staff reading that they are owed money they don't know how to pay their bills they have been literally left up a creek without a paddle and there's the manager who still has her job trying to play the victim as if the business the company is somehow the victim not the staff or the ex-staff 
And I find that totally immoral, immoral and despicable that even in with everything that's happening now with COVID, that a small business in a local community can treat their staff like that and then play victim. And especially from another staff member, because at the end of the day, the manager is an employee as well. So that just goes to show you the scruples and the ethics of this business or any of these businesses that do that. And for other staff members who decided to stand up and try and protect, you know, the business and so forth, it makes me wonder, did they not realise that they could be next in line for the job? They could be next in line to be screwed over? You know, did they think that standing up and trying to um, be the face of the company and open up and play the victim and, you know, protect the company is going to get them brownie points? Because I know from experience, that doesn't happen. It might get you brownie points short term, but it doesn't long term. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to do a wee kind of podcast and get that off my chest tonight because this has really annoyed me. Really annoyed me, especially because it is a local company within a small community. And everybody knows everybody. Um, and everybody knows how much everybody else is struggling. Um, yes, we know. I mean, this is the thing about Balach and Lachlomond. It heavily relies on the tourism industry and hospitality and these businesses in the past do get away with some unscrupulous things the way they treat their staff and during a pandemic the one time that staff just need a bit of security a bit of support a bit of loyalty these companies don't think twice to screw their staff over. So I would like to see this company as a small business or a medium-sized business, small to medium-sized business, and a local community to admit they were wrong, pull their socks up and big girl a boy pants on, admit they were wrong, and put things in place to fix this and an employ, re-employ these staff members and give them a bit of security, um, especially during this pandemic. And hopefully then businesses and maybe businesses start changing the way they think. Maybe, again, that's me, my na- na- naivety coming in or my my this is when I wish I wore rose tinted glasses um, that they would just somehow get a bit of respect about themselves because at the end of the day if these companies don't have respect or ethics about themselves how are they going to respect their staff and ethics and how are they going to respect their customers 
And that's the question. And that's what makes me worry about these businesses as a customer and a consumer. If they don't respect their staff, they put in the hard hours, the blood, the sweat, the tears, doing the shifts. Because at the end of the day, hospitality is not an easy one. A lot of manual hours. And sometimes they don't actually get proper breaks. It's not like working in an office and things um, or a nine-to-five job. It's unsociable hours. They don't always get breaks. Um, sometimes they can go, you know, a good few hours without even being able to run to the toilet for a pee. Um, as in a lot of jobs, you know. And these companies take advantage of that. So if they can't respect their staff for what the staff do, how do we expect them to respect their customers, us, the consumer? I don't think we can. I don't. I worry that if they don't have that respect there, are we getting a good quality service? from these businesses, the service that we are paying for, or we getting a substandard service, but paying for a quality service. And that's the question. And I want to leave you there with that, just on that we know to think about it. You know, if they don't respect their staff, do they respect their customers? And as customers, what kind of service do we expect from a business like that with those ethics? Hmm, for me it's good for thought, isn't it? So, good night, take care, and stay safe. Bye. Hi, last week I done a post on unscrupulous companies and COVID. And one of the companies I mentioned was Loman Park Hotel who basically had um, phoned their staff on the 8th of January telling them they no longer had a job and um, the 8th of January if you remember is a Friday evening um, the staff couldn't um, basically access legal advice and then on the Monday they managed to access legal advice um, some of the staff contacted Unite Hospitality Union who contacted the company and then on the following Thursday they received a letter backdated to the 9th of January um, in writing to say that their um, contracts had been terminated and the reasoning given was they can um, furlough is too complicated and it is um, not viable they can't afford it. Um, great to know that a company can't afford furlough when furlough is paid by the government but hey ho never mind that um, that's um, another story but however um, the company will own um, Loman Park Hotel in Balloch also have other businesses throughout the area and one of them is the lounge on the Clyde which is in Clyde Bank and um, they were all on furlough as well and things seem to be ticking along tickety-boo um, not an issue and this week Guess what? The staff at the Lounge on the Clyde have received the same letter with the same date on it um, a week later. 
um, so it's been backdated, basically. Two weeks. So this is wonderful how the um, companies believe that they can do this. They can actually backdate these letters and um, to the 9th of January and turn around and say, yeah, it's fine, it's okay, you're, you're no longer required, we can't afford. Um, it is absolutely despicable. I mean, the whole po the thing is, when furlough is applied for, I mean, people are more welcome to correct me if I'm wrong, but it is applied for in advance. Um, when we find out we're going into lockdown, it is applied for. And um, I'm assuming, I've not had to apply for um, furlough. I'm self-employed and I don't qualify. But I'm assuming the way it would work with many of these things, that you apply for it. And um, if furlough's meant to last up until March, you're on the system and all these staff details are given over and on the system up until March. However, so then halfway through, they are paying off and effectively sacking and terminating staff employment. Now, I hope these companies have informed HMRC and don't think they're going, um, you know, um, because at the end of the day, they've already applied for this money and that money's already been allocated to them. The other thing is as well, I have an issue with is the fact that there was no notice given, no notice at all, no consultation, nothing. The staff were reassured they would be safe in furlough. Now, there's a lot of arguments around Loman Park Hotel. Some people know it as um, Raffles, some people know it as um, The Lounge. It's got various different names. Um, but because they have um, applied for planning permission for flats to be built and closed the hotel and the bar and the pub and so forth down, um, there is a kind of belief that the staff should have expected this which I think is um, a bit um, disingenuous of the company um, because they ensured the staff that they would definitely have a job up until the moment um, the work started uh, on these um, flats. And also as well for other people to say that the staff should have expected this, no. The staff trusted the company, trusted the management and trusted that they had jobs. There was no need for them to start worrying about applying for other jobs. They were in furlough and that was it. So the staff have now had to go and find, basically are now job hunting, um, having to apply for um, universal credits, as we all know is a nightmare, and so forth. And some of the staff have not even have been told that they've the, the company's taken a break in their contracts. Um, um, a substitution, I believe it's called, in their contract, taking a break on their contract. So they don't need to pay them wages for X amount of weeks and uh, they'll have this break and when they plan to reopen, they can have their jobs back. But there's no guarantee. But this means that they don't need to pay redundancy. Honestly, what the hell? You know, and so these people are meant to live with no money, no nothing. Now, this is the whole point of furlough. Um, because these are the ones that have worked with the company for many years 
and legally would have been entitled to the redundancy. Now, if the flats are going to be built, now this is the conundrum. The staff have been paid off that have had their contract terminated. They've been told, oh, well, the flats are going to be built anyway, blah, 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 you should have expected it, blah, blah, blah. But the staff who have been put on a contract break are told, oh, when we reopen, you'll have your job back. So, what is it? It's either one or the other. They've either going to reopen as a pub, restaurant, hotel, or they're go if they get planning, they're going ahead with the flats. Is there something I'm missing? Makes no sense. Well, anyway, this is what's happening. Um, so, a lot of people are very angry. A lot of staff are out of work, getting no money. Um, the problem being is the ones that are on this contract break um, are not won't imagine would have a nightmare of a time trying to... Well, they'll be able to claim universal credit, but it would be a nightmare. Um, and it seems to be, what is it with these companies? And the thing is, is members of the management team of this company are going on social media and making out, trying to make out they're the victims. We are a business struggling. We are doing our best. We stand by our staff. We are open. You can get your deliveries and we will deliver your food. Really? There is mixed messages coming across from this company all over the board. Um, to turn round, first of all, to say that they're open when they're telling the staff they're not open. And then also as well, to make out, yes, we all know you're struggling. We know that. All the businesses are struggling. But to treat your staff like this is just inexcusable. It makes me so angry. It makes my blood boil. You know, these are staff who have been loyal, who have worked their backsides off. And, you know, and hospitality is not the easiest of jobs. And this is how they are repaying in the middle of a pandemic. And yet, we're made to believe that this company looks after their staff. No, they bloody don't. They're all for themselves. They don't give a sh flying monkeys about their staff. Um, so, yes, and one of the young girls who basically went public with all this and spoke out about the treatment, um, I'm hoping to one day get her on here for a blather um, because um, she put a post up on her Facebook page um, and on her Twitter account as well, publicly um, saying what happened. And she was very um, balanced in what she said. Um, she didn't, she was very mature, very um, articulate in what she said. Um, she didn't go into slanderous um, accusations, she didn't, she just stated the facts, posted the letter and said this is what I've experienced, blah blah blah. And yet her post on Facebook keeps getting reported by management 
of the company and family members of the management of the company who are claiming she is slandering the company. Now, she hasn't. However, there is management staff who are making such allegations on their Facebook posts, which are public, and turning around and saying, uh, these people who are making false accusations, uh, we know things about you, you wouldn't be happy. And you mean, it's so childish. This is meant to be management. And that's not how management behaves. Where's the, the level of decorum here? Respect for the company. And if the company is effectively allowing this to happen, it makes you wonder what kind of, what's the word, um, environment the staff worked in. That is a, that's quite a bullish environment to be working in. You know, it's quite a childish, dangerous, bullish environment. Um, because if that's the way management are allowed to behave on, yes, it's their own personal, but however, it's still they're still talking about company stuff. And that's the way they're allowed to behave. Uh, we know things about you, blah, 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 you know, that kind of childish language. I would hate to see how they manage their staff. I would be concerned as the owner of the company, if I seen that and I seen one of my managers with that sort of language talking about former staff publicly on social media, I, alarm bells would be ringing. That would set up the red flags for me. I would be concerned. And then when you see a staff member putting a factual post up about their experience, positives about the business as well, with the letter to prove the evidence of what's happened, very articulate, no slagging, no nothing, no childish behaviour, it's night and day. Yeah, so... I think that says it all. I think, you know, um, as I always keep going on about language and how we need to be mindful of language and how language affects us all, just reading these posts on social media, it just says so much. It says so much. Somebody who is confident, knows right from wrong, articulate and mature and then there's somebody who's childish, bullyish, power hungry and lacks class and decorum. Plain to see. Plain to see. Um, and I know which one I would believe and trust just with that. So I'm going to leave you with that um, and I hope you are all doing well 
and I hope none of you are having experiencing any of these problems with employers. Um, there is a lot of good employers out there. Some are trying their hardest right now um, to keep um, that staff um, um, safe. Um, and, you know, unfortunately we hear about the bad ones, but there is many, many, many good employers out there who are doing their damnedest right now. And they are having many a sleepless nights um, worrying about their staff and so forth. Um, so for them, I applaud you. Um, you may not get the public recognition, but at least you're not getting criticised um, publicly. Um, we do also you um, privately. So well done to you. Give yourselves a pat on the back. And um, I'm going to try and get the young lady on one day and um, have a blether with her about this and her feelings and what she's experienced. But until then, stay safe, stay well, and be mindful of your language. It makes a huge difference. Speak to you later. Bye.